Yo, what is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Good, the Bad, and the Funny Podcast. That's right. It is Tuesday, March 22nd, 2022. I am coming to you for another podcast, as promised. I'm not letting a few months go by. <laughs> uh, we're doing another one. It just it not, And I say we, I say you uh, and everyone else that's tuning in, that's listening, that has uh, downloaded this episode. I greatly appreciate it. It's us today. Uh, again, my co-host with the most uh, is not here for this podcast. I'm telling you, we're going to get him back and we're going to be in the studio. But I've got a lot to talk about. I didn't want to waste any time. I wanted to tell you guys right away. So here I am on a beautiful warm day. Too warm. Don't like it don't like the superheat. <laughs> I know if you were like, why you live in California then? Southern California. Uh, I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love it here. Uh, I just hate the heat. I love the cold weather. I'm a cold weather loving, you know, uh, dude, but uh, there's a lot to talk about everybody. I greatly appreciate you tuning in for another episode of the Good, the Bad, and the Funny podcast. There's so much to talk about. I, you know, just for me personally, I just wanted to tell everybody that so far, after two weeks, my play, the play, not my play personally, just the play that I'm currently cast in, that I'm acting in every single weekend for the past couple weeks, and then one more weekend to come, has been amazing. I have had such a uh, an amazing time acting with, you know, there's and there's people that are, the, these, the, the actors I'm working with, you know, they're so good. They're talented. Like, I feel like I'm a comedian first, before an actor, I have had done, you know, I have had done, <laughs> I have done acting in the past. Obviously, I've been in a few things through the years, but, um, you know, when you, when you work with people that are seasoned, that are trained, that do this way more often, you can see the experience and it has been a pleasure working with these, these professionals, these very nice people, uh, and, and hopefully now, these new friends because we have had a blast we're so dialed in just another great weekend of shows from the last podcast that if you listen to last week's podcast another great weekend you know it's hilarious because we did a show and we had an audience where they were one of those audiences that in comedy we we say you know when an audience is hot when they're laughing at everything they're super hot and when when we're like holy crap this this audience is too hot because they're laughing even at the you know uh, at the buildup not even at the punchline <laughs> you're like I'm, I'm you know you're when you start doing your material you're used to uh, people laughing at a certain point and um, you're you're used to it you know this is where the laugh is gonna come uh, but when they start laughing early you're like whoa what's hey that's uh, I wasn't I wasn't ready for that <laughs> and so that's exactly what happened on uh, this past weekend, we had a show, we're doing fantastic, everybody's dialed in, and all of a sudden they start laughing at stuff that we, I have not had laughter before, after five shows, and then we had, you know, the sixth, and all of a sudden they're laughing at some, and, and I'm like, wow, okay, th this, is an, this is a good, this is an enthusiastic audience. I had another scene where I have a very tender, heartbreaking moment, and they're laughing at that. <laughs> like I'm almost crying and people are laughing at me and I'm like, wait, what? In my mind, I, 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 uh, I had to, I, I was like, I was thrown off a little bit. I stayed in character. I didn't break. I almost did though. I almost broke because on one of the days 
I'm there's a scene where I have to walk in and um, it's at the end towards the end of the play and my character has had enough of the female character uh, played by the incredible San, uh, Sandra Cruz and <laughs> the as soon as the audience sees me walk in through the door they start going ooh <laughs> and I swear I had to bite my tongue so much I almost lost it but uh, held it together I had to look it was like one of those things where I had to look away and I had to think of something crazy because I just I almost lost it I almost started laughing because there I did not expect their reaction uh, I was expecting something else we had done a number of shows already so it's just it was hilarious great weekend really enjoyed it we have one more weekend to go if you haven't come out you know I highly recommend it um, we're at the two roads theater it's in studio city if you Google Eventbrite and you search um, Escape from the Garden, the show will pop up. Everybody will pop up. We've had two people review our play so far, and we've had rave, rave, rave reviews, which is amazing. I'm you know, very appreciative of that. And um, I've learned a lot. I really have. I have to be honest. Like, you know, when I first started, it was different remembering the lines for a play because I had such large blocks of dialogue you know I was used to film uh, to some extent because you you memorize in chunks you memorize where you're you know you do a certain scene and then they, they'll call cut because they're gonna they're gonna get it from a different angle so you only have to you, you you basically give a few lines you do some emotion and then they go cut and then they change scenes or you know they want to take it again and boom but a boom and then they come to another angle so then you keep reworking the same exact scene like for hours this was totally different excuse me this was where you had to when we started rehearsing and we've been rehearsing for almost six months but when we started rehearsing i had to remember large chunks so i had my script out for the first couple months and it was like why what, how am I, why am i not remembering i don't know it just it was different and it felt great when i finally had everything memorized working with you know working with my my, my co-stars my actress you know the the co-actress that i'm that i'm in all my scenes with us you know rehearsing on you know extra times and stuff so really really helped out a lot and i'm having a blast doing this play uh you know i've had some great feedback and it just it feels really good it it really does everybody feels sorry for my character <laughs> and that's the whole point of it so i'm you know i'm really really enjoying it but i did like i said when we started the, you know when i started the podcast i had a lot to talk about and i really really do today i'm wearing uh you know a disney t-shirt i'm wearing a mickey mouse t-shirt i'm a disney dude everybody knows if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time you know i'm a disney dude like my family and i we've had annual pass we're former annual pass holders we haven't had the magic key just because you know everything in the world and uh also um you know the accessibility it's different it's changed it's gotten way more expensive and then you get a lot less anyway we'll, we'll get into that <laughs> but you know, former annual pass holder, love the Disney days. If you're a longtime listener, you know that I've gone so much. You know, we've gone like, you know, back to back days. We've gone for a couple hours here, a couple hours there, multiple times a month. You know, that's one of the beauties that I loved about being an annual pass holder is how often we would we were able to go, you know, at the spur of the moment. You know, <clears throat> we would just go. That's fantastic. What isn't fantastic? Uh, has been that Disney is in the news for the wrong reasons. 
They're in the news uh, because of a marching band, for one thing. A marching band at Disney World from a local high school in Texas shows up. I guess they submitted a tape. They were approved. They perform on Main Street, and then they do the most inappropriate chant, the most offensive chant. And for for anyone that says, oh, you know, you, you got to get over it. It wasn't that offensive. See, that's, you're the problem. You know, the, the majority of people that say, oh, well, you have to get over it. The majority of people that say, oh, you're part of the problem are the racist white people. Because those are the people that don't want to have to watch what they, what they say. It's an inconvenience for them to actually... Uh, care about other people and and how their words affect them uh, you know it's an inconvenience for them and I hate that I hate dealing with that type of mentality I hate dealing with that type those type of people but ultimately this marching band does this offensive to Native Americans this this you know their mascot it should have been changed a long time ago they were they were told not to wear the headdress that they had they had feather headdress that was offensive and then also too to go with that chant so I think a lot of stuff needs to happen and Disney got ahead of it and they, they made their statement where I think Disney failed is they failed because they had a situation where obviously Disney World is located in Florida. Okay. And Florida just recently passed the don't say gay law. And it is a terrible law. It is uh, ridiculous. I mean, this is 2022. We should be moving closer to equality instead of discrimination. In 2022, we should be moving towards an area where everyone has the same rights, regardless of your orientation, your ethnicity, whatever it may be. Everyone should be equal, and we don't have that in certain areas. (laughs) If, uh, if anybody heard that, that's a, of course, you know, that that's my, uh, my dog. <laughs> he's the best, he's the best guard dog in the world. You know, I love him. Um, but, uh, back, back to, back to it, back to Disney. It's very disappointing and it is because they, they made a statement, but they didn't really come out with their hardcore statement till just recently because they were going to have so many employees walk out. It was, it's like it's like we're, we're, we're in the 1960s again and people are marching for equality when they shouldn't have to. We shouldn't have to be in an area in, a, in, in our society where people have to march for equality. Do you understand? So I was very disappointed by the, you know, the executives and, you know, because I know it's basically them stating, oh, we have to put out a statement and we have to say this and that. I was very disappointed in the way they handled it. I was very disappointed in the, how long it took for them to reply. I do not think that they should be on the side of these Florida politicians. I think every single one of them is on the wrong side of history. I've already stated that. That has been public knowledge. I think what people are doing right now in these others in, in, in so many areas is moving backwards in time. You're creating laws that discriminate, creating laws that change the way you think you're going to stop something. All you're doing is hurting. You're hurting. You're, you're, you're moving back in time. The perfect example is another law, which I, for the life of me, I cannot understand how this could even be not only presented, but passed the new law in Idaho, where if a woman 
gets an abortion, uh, even let's say, for example, through the most grotesque way possible that she becomes impregnated through the most grotesque way. I don't think I have to say that R word, but let's say that happens. That woman, if she terminates the pregnancy, could in essence be sued by the R words family and whatnot. What? Are you kidding me? Like, what the fuck kind of society do we live in where a woman could be potentially not only assaulted, but then sued? I, it's why I do not, it's why I'm not going to debate. I'm not, I'm not going to negotiate uh, in terms of, oh, well, let's have a healthy discussion. Nope. If you're a friend of mine on TikTok and, you know, I've, I post videos from time to time in, in regards to political matters, in regards to COVID matters, this is why I don't debate because I just don't think you have a leg to stand on. I don't think you have the, the, I don't think anything you have to say is if you're, if you're on the side that's going to justify a bill such as that, we're not even in the same, you know, sphere of, 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 of mentality, of humanity. Yeah, it's, I don't, I'm not going to debate you. I'm not going to discuss it with you. It's not worth discussing to me because you've moved back in time. You're trying to remove a woman's right to choose. Fuck you. Are you kidding me? So no, man, it's, it's just massively insane that we have these states that are doing it. And they're all for it. They think they're doing the good Lord's work. It's like, you know, I just, I just think that uh, it's, it's just a crazy world we live in. We're moving backwards, you know, and um, I'm going to have to, you know, continue to vote as much as possible. And every single one of you is going to have to continue to vote. This is why, the, even though that I, I, I do the comedy, I do the acting and, and, and to, to, on a very small level. Okay, everybody, I'm not, uh, you know, working as much as I wish I was. I, I am working to change that, of course, but it doesn't matter. I am a citizen. I am a veteran. I have a voice. I have a right to speak my voice, and I'm going to do that no matter what is at risk. Like, you know, I've had somebody say, oh, well, you shouldn't probably get so political because it could hurt your career. Fuck that. Because even if I have a career, if I allow these things to happen, I don't want that career at all if I have a, some sort of magical career that I've always dreamed about and I've allowed and not been an active participant in stopping this type of discrimination this type of mentality these types of inappropriate laws then it's not worth anything do you understand that's why I have to be a part of the solution and not the problem. If you are standing by and you're one of those people that says, I'm not gonna get involved, you are part of the problem. We're living during a time where you have to be involved. You have to. We just went through an election uh, a year and a half ago where you had to vote. I don't, you know, if I talk to people and they say, oh, I didn't vote. Even if they're a Democrat, even if they're liberal, even if they're, 
oh, I'm you know pro gay rights and I'm pro this and pro that and Black Lives Matter, all that stuff. If you didn't vote, then you're part of the problem. You have to vote. You have to make your voice heard. We have to fight back in the only way that's that we know that we should be fighting back, and that's through representation, through getting these laws broken down and changed, and that's by voting these people out. I just, you know, I can go for days. I don't like a lot of them. <laughs> you know, I don't like hearing when I see when I see a new, you know, on the news, and I see another politician that's a Republican, and I see them doing something bad, negative, you know, there's so many, it's just, it, it makes me angry. It really does. Like, uh, who Ted Cruz is in, is in the news because he was, he was upset at an airport, you know, and he's losing his, he's losing his shit. So they had to call the police to come on over and talk to him. But that's my point is, you know, the only reason why he probably wasn't arrested is because he is a Senator, but you know, the dude, the, I mean, think about it. You, you had to, you know, put yourself in his shoes with what I just said in regards to having a career, but being silent to what's going on. Okay. Imagine, imagine having a career and allowing someone to disrespect your wife, the way Trump disrespected Ted Cruz, the way Trump disrespected his family. Imagine not only keeping your career, but then being a voice for him. Yeah, we're not the same. I'm not going to ever debate a person like that because we're not the same. Unfortunately, we're not. So it's not going to happen. But what I can tell you is, is that, uh, you know, I just got to keep voting. <laughs> you know, I just, it's, it's just frustrating because you see, and then you see the Republicans, especially during now, we're, we're in such a, an incredible time where, we have a Supreme Court justice uh, confirmation. And let me tell you, it's this woman, uh, this judge is so qualified, so uniquely qualified, it speaks volumes, volumes on what is going on with the Supreme Court and how it went a certain way. You know, you had the last, uh, before Amy Comey Barrett, uh, that there was the, the other guy and he was like, you know, I like beer. Okay. And they were questioning him about his beer drinking and stuff. And he's like, I like beer. <laughs> like what? Are you kidding me? Come on, man. I just, it's, it's hilarious to me, but you see, you see what's going on and you already know that, uh, you know, you know that they are, that this judge, she is incredibly qualified. I'm excited. I cannot I'm looking forward to her being confirmed. I think this is a formality. I don't even know why some of these Republicans are arguing back and forth. You already know she's massively, you know, qualified. But that's what they got to do. They got to sit there. They got to go on. They're basically, in my opinion, they're just doing it so their constituents see them arguing on behalf of their conservative values. You know, they're, they don't care. They just want to get voted back in again so they can keep getting money from all these different programs and all these different places and stuff. They just want to keep getting money. It's just they're, they're you know, it's just, uh, I don't know. I think they, one of the best things, and I, I believe I've already mentioned it. Sorry if I forget it because I, or if I repeat something again, just because I have a terrible memory. <laughs> but Lindsey Graham, and uh, he said that Donald Trump was going to be the ruin of the Republican Party. And you, you just see him. You see what they're turning into today. They're turning into 
you know, the handmaid's tale. They really are. They're turning in to this like ultra conservative, super right. Oh, America first and this and that. Like I'm I'm a citizen. Okay? I'm a veteran. I'm a proud veteran. But like you have to take care of your people if you want your people to take care of you. You have to do that. You have to be sensitive. All this, oh, alpha, alpha, alpha. Yeah, and then you're complaining and you're crying about gas prices. We all don't like the high gas prices, but nobody is is crying and blaming uh, a politician that has no control over it. Okay? Well, this wouldn't happen. I don't even, you know, I can go, I can go on for days. <laughs> we could get all angry. <laughs> uh, I did want to say this. Um, because, you know, Napoleon... If, you know, he was barking and stuff and I, I, you know, I don't get mad at him. I mean, I do. And I correct him when he starts barking. I, I like when he barks when people walk by because it lets me know that people are walking by. <laughs> Security. That's right. But uh, I love my pets. I absolutely love my pets. And, you know, for those of you that don't, if you don't know, if you're new from TikTok, you know, or from any other place you, you, you're coming in. If you don't know, I am, you know, I have my family and I, we all have five furry littles and we probably would have had more if, you know, we did have two kittens pass away on us, but they're, they're, they're such a gift. And, you know, I remember being, excuse me, I remember being that kind of guy where it was like, oh man, you know, the, make sure that the cat doesn't get on the bed and make sure it doesn't, you know, put all this you know, shed on my clothes and make sure this and that and that and this, you know, now, hey, it's going to happen. <laughs> Who cares? Let's, you know, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, I'm completely changed. I see, I have family and friends that can't believe how many pets we have and, you know, they're blown away by it and I see the, their demeanor and it, it changes. And it just, for me, I look at it and I'm like, I used to be that. I used to be that, that kind of person and now it's like I'm I'm in ruins. I'm watching TikToks and then I see, you know, shelter pets, you know, shaking. And because I, you know, I get a lot of uh, pet videos in my in my feed and I see these rescues and stuff. And it's just it, it makes me like, you know, tear up, man. It kills me because I think like these furry littles have nothing to offer but love. They have nothing to offer but love. And it's like, man, please do not shop. Please adopt, please adopt. I'm telling you, you know, the hardest thing, I mean, we, my family and I learned some lessons because we learned that the hardships of adopting, because uh, we adopted two kittens that did ultimately pass, uh, or rescued two kittens that did ultimately pass. And so it's, it's tough. Okay. It's a tough thing. Um, because there are diseases that when they, when these, when these kittens are rescued and, in, in, you know, being out that they could potentially have when they're, when they are rescued and, you know, the, 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 the humane societies, they do their best to, um, take care of these animals for the most part. And we did have a pet that unfortunately, you know, we had a couple that had some feline diseases that they couldn't beat. And so I just wanted you guys to know that it's still, it's, but what, what came after that, the, the, the pets that we've adopted and rescued, excuse me, it's just a, such a gift, man. It's such a gift. I love 
these guys. I love these pets. They are family to me. They're my everything. I love seeing their little face. I see Napoleon's face even before I started recording this podcast. And I was like, I, he puts his he puts his like his head right on my lap. And he's looking up at me, and I'm just destroyed. Everything's for you, pal. <laughs> Everything you want is for you, pal. <laughs> but the reason why I bring that up, and the reason why I'm ending the podcast, is because. Um, uh, you know, a family member of Sabrina's, my other half, uh, did have a dog that um, that passed away. And so this episode, this show is dedicated to Tess. Tess was, um, you know, she was a, a sister to her brother. Uh, the two two uh, the two dogs were um, were family members to to my uh, my other half's you know family. And they had them since they were pups. And unfortunately, uh, I believe uh, their dog, she, she passed away in her sleep. She passed away in her, her dog bed. And she, I think she had a heart attack or, or something with her heart. But uh, she did pass and, and they're, they're hurting. They're hurting right now. So the best thing I can tell anybody out there is, is that, you know, the pain, it, it does hurt. But I, I'll tell you what, the the enrichment of your life when you have these little critters is is really special so just wanted to end on that that this today's episode is dedicated to Tess and um, I'm sending positive vibes to to my other half's family but then also that guys get out there get out to the humane societies and please uh, rescue rescue an animal today uh, or tomorrow, or, uh, or several. <laughs> I don't know if you want to do five, but uh, anyway, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of the Good, the Bad, and the Funny Podcast. I greatly appreciate it. If you're from TikTok, welcome. If you're from uh, MySpace, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, if you're from wherever you're from, uh, how you learn about this podcast, I greatly appreciate it. I can't thank you enough. And as always, I will see you guys again. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you, and have an amazing rest of your week.